Sometime when you're ministering to somebody in the hospital, you need to put people out, politely ask them to leave, because sometimes people, they're not in a position to believe. They don't know what the word says about healing. And they're not in a position to agree with you. They can't agree with you because they don't believe what you believe. I mean, you're going in there to the hospital or into somebody's house, maybe somebody called for you, and you go over there to minister to the sick and you're there believing that God's going to heal them, but then other people are preparing for death, making funeral arrangements, or don't believe the person will be healed. Sometimes it's good to ask them to step outside for a moment so you can have some private time with this individual and minister to them. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as he discusses the effortless life of God's grace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast. I'm Al Jennings, and we're going to pick up where we left off last time, talking about individual cases of healing in Jesus' ministry. We're going to finish up this series this week. Last week, we talked about the woman with the issue of blood. She had a continual bleeding and uh, she had a serious issue going on. And so Jesus actually was on his way to minister to Jairus's daughter, he came to him. Let's look at it in Matthew chapter 5, verse 21. <clears throat> Jesus was actually on his way to Jairus's house when this woman came to him, this woman with this blood issue, <clears throat> came to Jesus. Now, let's look at verse 21. And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side. <clears throat> Excuse me. A great crowd gathered about him and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Come, lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him. Now, Jairus came to Jesus in faith. And by the language here, we can see that he believed that even though his daughter had a serious condition, she's actually dying, right, at the point of death. But he believed that Jesus if he laid his hands on her, she would be made well and live. So he's on his way to Jairus' house, but he's interrupted by this woman. And we talked about that last week, this woman that had this discharge of blood for 12 years. She spent all she had on many physicians. She was no better, but got worse. She heard the reports about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd, touched his garment. She said, the Amplified says, she kept saying, I encourage you, if you didn't 
Watch the last podcast. Go back and look at that. She kept saying, see, faith is released by words through your mouth. And she kept saying, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And so <clears throat> bottom line, she, she did what she said she was going to do. And she touched Jesus' garments, touched his robe in faith, and immediately her flow of blood dried up and she was healed. And Jesus perceived that power had gone out of him. He said, who touched my garments? And so the woman came, gave her testimony, told him everything, her testimony that she spent all she had on doctors and she got worse and but she she said if I can only touch your robe I'll be made well all right and her suffering stopped immediately when she touched Jesus robe now let's drop down to verse 34 Jesus said to her daughter your faith has made you well Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Now, I pointed out last week that even though we know that <clears throat> it was God's power by his grace, all right, that healed this woman. It was the power that flowed out of him, all right? We know that by reading the story. However, God's power is the same all the time. But we need faith to access that power. And we can say it like this. We need faith to access God's grace. See, we have access by faith to the grace. All right? So it's by grace, but it's through faith. Right? That's how we get saved, by grace, through faith. Salvation is by grace through faith. It's not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. We don't earn it. And God's power is available to us because of God's grace, because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Healing is available to you right now. Right? God's power is available 24-7. And you can tap into that power anytime you want. And that's what this woman did. Okay? And he didn't say, my power made you well. Even though we know it was his power that went into her. But had she not in faith went to him if she had not went to him in faith, then the power would not have been released into her body. Okay? So, he said, your faith has made you well. Not my power, but your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Okay? So, faith releases the power of God. All right? See, we have access into the grace by faith, all right? 
Verse 35. Now, while he was still speaking, remember Jairus. He's on his way to Jairus's house to minister to his daughter who was at the point of death. And so while he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house someone who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Now, it appears like Jesus is late. Now, we're talking about individual cases of healing in Jesus' ministry. Now, we're going to deal with something that's actually not healing, but Jesus raising the dead. Because now, the woman or this girl doesn't need healing. She needs to be raised from the dead. And it appears like Jesus is late. Out By outward appearance, it would appear as though. And Jairus, who is with Jesus this whole time while he's ministering to this woman, I can imagine that he thought, man, Jesus, if he had not ministered to this lady, it, it like, it's like he was late. If he hadn't stopped and dealt with this woman and healed this woman, then he could have been to my house in time and healed my daughter before she died. And he probably thought, man, you know, Jesus wasted time. All right. I came to him first. Okay. Why can't he just go to my house and then come back and deal with this woman <laughs> if he wanted to? But no. Jesus is never late, all right? Jesus knows what he's doing. And so these people came from his house and said, hey, she's dead. Ain't no point in him coming. But Jesus overhearing what they said. Now, remember, we looked at the scripture earlier. He said, come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and live. And he believed that Jesus could heal her. But now we got a different situation. The girl's dead. But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to Jairus, don't fear, only believe. In other words, keep believing. Keep believing. See, he was in faith. He believed that Jesus would come, could come and heal him. He believed that if Jesus laid his hands on her, she would be made well. He was in faith. And Jesus said, now the situation has escalated to death. Jesus said, don't fear, only believe. Now, then he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. That was Jesus among the 12 disciples. This was Jesus' inner circle. And they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and Jesus saw a commotion People weeping and wailing loudly. You can imagine when somebody dies, people who care about them, they're upset. And, and if you've been to a funeral or you, you've been where someone has just died, there's a, a lot of emotions sometimes going on. And verse 39 says, And when he had entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead but sleeping 
<laughs> and they laughed. They laughed at it. All right? They went from crying and wailing and, oh, she died, she died. And then Jesus said, she's not dead, but sleeping. <laughs> What's he talking about? Uh, you know, back then they had these professional wailers. They would just go around uh, when somebody died and, and they were professionals. They would just go and wail. And, I, and then they went from wailing to laughing. <laughs> but he put them all out. Y'all need to leave. And sometimes, listen, sometimes when you're ministering to somebody in the hospital, you need to put people out, politely ask them to leave. Okay, be nice. Not like, get out. But ask them to leave because they don't, um, sometimes people, they're not in a position to believe. They don't know what the word says about healing. And they're not in a position to agree with you. They can't agree with you because they don't believe what you believe. I mean, you're going in there to the hospital and or into somebody's house. Maybe somebody called for you and you go over there to minister to the sick and you're there believing that God's going to heal them. But then other people are preparing for death making funeral arrangements or don't believe the person will be healed. Sometimes it's good to ask them to step outside for a moment so you can have some private time with this individual and minister to them, okay? This is the situation here. Jesus put them out and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was, okay? In verse 41, taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kumai, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking for she was 12 years of age and they were immediately overcome with amazement because Jesus raised this little girl from the dead. Praise God. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. Praise God. So Jesus raised this little girl from the dead. Hallelujah. And I'm believing that we're, we are going to see more cases like this. God using the body of Christ to raise people from the dead. Yes, it's possible. All things are possible to him who believes. Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do also. When you believe, the works that I do, Jesus said, you will do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Let's go to Mark chapter 7. And continue with individual cases of healing in Jesus' ministry to see what we can learn from these, uh, from these cases. Praise God. And we see a recurring theme that when you come to Jesus in faith, he, he never turned anybody down in his three and a half years of ministry on the earth. He never turned anybody down who came to him for healing. Let's look at two more cases. 
in Mark chapter 7 and verse 32, and they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hands, his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. Okay? And verse 34. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Epaphatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, and his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Now, don't be married to methods, okay? Jesus didn't minister to everybody the same. So we're going to look at another case where Jesus ministered a different way. In this situation, he put his fingers into the man's ears, spit, touched his tongue. All right. Um, but he didn't use that method every time. Okay, this was the only recorded situation that he ministered this way. And verse 35 says, his ears were open. After, after he said, be open, his ears was open, were open. His tongue was released and he spoke plainly. Okay. So Jesus ministered uh, one way to this man and another way to another person that we're going to look at right now. Um, let's look at Mark chapter 8. Okay. Verse 32, excuse me, verse 22. And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. <clears throat> and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? Now, <clears throat> what's common in both of these cases, if you go back to Matt, uh, Mark chapter seven, um, he laid his hands on this man, right? And in this case, or in that case, he put his fingers into his ears, touched his tongue. Okay, so, but that was laying on of hands. And in this case, he took the blind man by the hand, and this time, he spit on the guy, spit on his eyes, and laid his hands on him. And he asked him, do you see anything? Now, verse 24 says, and he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking. So he didn't see clearly. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again. Now, this shows us that you can lay hands on a person more than once. Now, 
Jesus laid his hands on him. And what is the purpose of laying on of hands? And Jesus tells us in Mark chapter 16 that these signs will follow those that believe they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So we're instructed to lay our hands on the sick. Now, laying on of hands is one way, not the only way a person can be healed. You can, you can speak healing over, over a person without even laying hands on them. And you can receive healing for yourself without having any hands laid on you. All right? You can speak the word over yourself and be healed. So laying on of hands is one way, one method that God uses to heal. It's not the only way, and it's important to understand that. But it is a way, laying on of hands. And, and you can lay hands on someone more than once. What happens when you lay hands on the sick, it's not your power, but you're working like a conduit and the healing power of God is flowing through your hands into their body. So you're administering the healing power of God. God is using you as a vessel to minister to the sick and the power is flowing out of you from God through you and through your hands into the sick person. So you're transmitting God's healing power. And that's what's happening here when Jesus laid hands on this man, this blind man, and the healing power went into him, but he wasn't totally healed. There needed to be some more power going into him, right? The power went in and he started recovering. He could see better. Like, well, he couldn't see it all at first, right? But now he can see a little bit. He's, he sees uh, uh, people, but they look like trees walking. So Jesus, now power went into him, okay? And he started seeing, but he couldn't see clearly. So Jesus laid hands on him again so more power would go into him. And now his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly, all right? Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again and he opened his eyes. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. All right, you get it? So more power needed to be administered and that's why Jesus laid his hands on him again. Praise God. Some power went into him. He started to see, but more power needed to be administered so Jesus laid hands on him a second time. Praise God. And, and now he was totally 100% healed. All right, everybody. Praise God. That's it for today. I hope you got something out of this message and this series on individual cases of healing
in Jesus' ministry. Like I said, next week, we're going to have Connie Witter. Um, in case I didn't say this in the beginning, um, I plan to have Connie Witter, Connie Witter on this week. I announced that last week in the podcast that Connie, my special guest, would be on this week. But uh, changing pro programming, she's going to be on next week. Actually, we already recorded the podcast. I was on her podcast, and her podcast was pre-recorded. So what I thought I was going to do, what my plan was, was to be on her podcast. And then right after that, her and I record for my podcast. But since we were talking about the same subject, which is love, we're talking about covenant love and it's good stuff. We just decided to record one time. So we recorded for her podcast and my podcast at the same time. So it's pre-recorded and I'm going to air that podcast next week. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining and I am out. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.